0: Good morning. Um, So I am both anxious to speak with you today and humbled, especially at the start of Black History Month, um, but also because um, over the last, I think, three years, you've really become a congregation that I love, um, and that's important to me. And so since you can hear my voice, I don't talk to adults a whole lot, but a whole lot to some nine-year-olds. I think I wish a little less, probably, but um, on it. So since childhood, really, um, I've read and observed a lot about racial history in the U.S. Um, from I guess first as a young person in Austria, and then when I moved to Charlottesville for college, and now as a teacher in D.C. And then, but throughout, as a Christian. Um, and those things are all sort of tied together for me. I was talking to a friend and co worker this week about unity, and the picture of the Tower of Babel came to mind. Um, because I think, in the way that language drove people apart, histories sort of splinter us today. Um, and we see that in a lot of different places, we see that in um, college classrooms that teach black history. Um, we see that in neighborhoods, in church pews where um, racial pain is present and sometimes spoken and often not. Um, and so I think learning black history for me and I think for all of us, um, is not, it's not doing black brothers and sisters a favor. Um, I do think it's a moral obligation. Um, Co-heirs of Christ to dive in and be present and learn it, um, and why? Because I think ultimately we're all called to first love God and love our neighbor, and it really sounds, I think, painfully simple in a lot of ways. Um, because, but if I'm to love my neighbor, I must first know him, and that history is part of him in the same way that my history is part of me. Um, And so I think to know our black brothers and sisters in our congregation, um, and then for me personally, and as a teacher, um, it's to celebrate black cultural gifts. So whether that's music, athleticism, literature, but also things like philosophy and scientific discovery um, and inventions. And in the case of the United States and the church, Um, Also acknowledging and repenting for um, white Christian complicity in um, racism and in creating a culture and a country that still demands supernatural resilience to survive for some of us. And so um, in my classroom where all but one student is black and brown, um it's my responsibility um, and my privilege to continue to learn and think about um, how to affirm who each student is in that room, um, especially because I'm different from them. And I think over the years I've taught sort of the same curriculum, and I've noticed a Um, there's a temptation for a lot of white teachers to cut the black perspective out of our Revolutionary War unit because it comes at the end. Um, We want to keep up with our lesson calendar. We want to stay on track, do our jobs well, but in doing so, are communicating something really negative um, that we don't see naturally or easily, I think, as white people. And what we really end up communicating when we do that or even consider it. Um, to a student in particular, is that who you are in this country is not that important. My lesson calendar is more important. Um, And so those are, I think, the ways I think that draws in like what's happening in the church and then also what I see um, in education, I think even in this era. Um, And when we ignore or resist engaging in the truth Of this country's history. Because we all create our own narratives. We aren't remaining neutral. Even if we think we are. Um, And as people. We're always going to honor and remember. What we think is important. Um, In our silence. If we remain silent. We're reducing black experience here. Um, And we're going to make it easy for ourselves. To doubt black experience. In this community. Suffering and pain that comes up. With not feeling represented in every case. Um, and I'm <laughs> getting a little cut. <laughs> But, and so I think my question that I think about a lot is if we make it easy for ourselves to doubt that suffering, and if we refuse or just don't understand that pain, how can we love well? And I think for um, that love to grow stronger in this community um, and even outside within our neighborhood, we have to, we as white Christians in particular, have to work to understand the truth of what did happen in this country and the evils and violence that were and continue to be present. And so I don't Time alone is not going to heal all of the things that have happened. Um, but I think we can prayerfully start with history and prayerfully start to think about the stories that cling to us and begin to consciously shed anything that does not affirm the dignity of black people in this church or in our neighborhood. Um, i working to correct those views. Um, Uh because I think ultimately black history is American history and we do celebrate it in February. But it must continue beyond this month. And I think if we commit to it, it can and will. Um and I believe our love for God ultimately is what will empower us to do that, to stand for what is right and against what is evil, to tell truth. Um to correct any lies that were designed to make our slate, or the white slate, appear clean at the expense of black brothers and sisters. And so I invite you to pray with me and to continue working that out. Um, I do actually would like for us to pray, and I'll pray begin now. Um, And so I just invite you to bow your own heads with me. Um, Father in heaven, I... I pray that we would recognize your likeness in our neighbors. I pray that we would prayerfully seek truth in our telling of history and our understanding of what happens around us today, Lord. I pray that um, we would, by your grace, remember that history does not live in the past, that it is very much alive today and that we're called to respond, Lord. Father in heaven, by the power of your grace, I pray that our love for you and our love for one another would grow, that we would rejoice in each other's joys and that we would feel each other's pains, Lord. Father, I thank you that you have blessed our congregation with black brothers and sisters, and I pray that we would love one another well. Forgive us for ways in which we have not done so, for ways in which we have not given time where it was due. Lord, I pray that um, we would just come humbly before you and trust in the power of your grace. Amen.